You're listening to DraftKings Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the Cooligans, stupid. A little Cooligans on the road. Deutschland. Yo, we overseas, baby. Okay, you know what? You know, the, you know those seas? We over them. <laughs> Bro, we were standing on one side, and then we said, yo, plane. Let me see the other side. That's right. Yo, and, and plane is the homie. We call, we call plane by their first name. That's actually a travel agent. And he was like, it just worked out that I, this is what I did for a living with the name like plane. Um, you should move in just a tad. Just right. a tad. Okay. Uh, what is good? It is well, what currently it is 2.20 a.m. Uh, in Berlin. I'm, we're exhausted. And we're also in Berlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're in Berlin. <laughs> we're not just saying, like, yeah, what time it is. Yeah. In Overseas is the name of a city. Uh, <laughs> we are in Berlin. Imagine that. By the way, if you're in London, the time is. Uh, yeah, we are exhausted. We just performed. Uh, traffic right now in Dublin <laughs> is a little great. <laughs> uh, let's get let's get to Christian in the chopper. <laughs> um, uh, we yes. are fully exhausted. We just performed stand-up. In Berlin. In Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the street. And let me tell you, people were not feeling it. No, we performed <laughs> in a comedy show. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who came out. What was a place called Epic? The place was, no, the place was called 1820. Belushi's. Belushi, 18, but I took the card. The, the show is called... Your pants are too tight, my G. Uh, no, no, that's the name of the Instagram account. I that's think. the name of the show. Epic Comedy Berlin. Ooh. There it is. I should have known that. Yeah, they booked me. Okay. Um, nice guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shouts to Shahak for putting it together. Um, connecting, connecting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't put the show together. No, he, wasn't he didn't. There. No, but he told us to do it. And we walked <laughs> in. We're like, you know, Shahak. And then I mushed, I mushed them. <laughs> and they were like, oh, shit. Just to run stuff. No, but we had a blast. Can you tell it's late? We had a blast. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Berlin, we've been here for a day. But the whole trip to Germany has been crazy. What have we seen so far? We saw a U.S. men's national team player come in for an injured German superstar mm-hmm. that may once again miss the World Cup because of an injury beforehand. And as soon as he walked in, they played better. We scored, and then they sat him down. I said, that's enough. We don't need to score too many goals. <laughs> you, you, you shine too much. Uh, you did enough. Uh, but look, for Hold some on. people. And then we went to another city the next day, mm-hmm. and then we saw the team that they bumped off the top of the Bundesliga to go top. And we saw another American score a goal this time. That's right. And then practically assist a goal. I mean, he was there. He, you know, he drew some defenders away. Hey, he did his thing. So, uh, and then they went top of the league. <laughs> so, and then what also happened? Everton won. Okay. Arsenal won. <laughs> Arsenal stayed at the top of the league. Got- the New York Giants won. We performed. It was just too many wins, bro. This has been W's all over the place. I don't even have room in my luggage for this many W's, bro. <laughs> no, I have to check our bag. So look, I mean, that's that's clear. You you gave the the. 
cliff notes, the synopsis of, uh-huh. uh, of our of our trip. But a lot of people didn't even know that we went to Germany. Oh yeah! By the way, we went to Germany. Add <laughs> that to the that W's. That was a surprise. You saw it on on uh, on social media. Uh, if you follow us at Soccer Cooligans, uh, if you don't follow us, you didn't know that there was a surprise that we had for everybody. So um, hello, everybody. Welcome to the cool. You're like the guy at the end of the party going, you know, you didn't know about this party. <laughs> okay. I, it's your birthday, so okay. we surprised you. That's why we all yelled surprise when you walked in. Exactly. All right, now come do blow with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm a weird. I'm a weird guy at a party. <laughs> yeah. Why you have pants on, bro? You're, you're not really vibing with the rest of the party. And it's your birthday. <laughs> anyway, hello everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans uh, in Alemania. What's today. your name? Christian Polanco. And mine is Alexis Guerrero. Okay. So we are the cool against the funniest soccer podcast on our goddamn planet. That's right. We got an umlaut over our O's now. Ooh. Okay. We're <laughs> so, the cool against. Okay. I don't even know what this means. It's a little different. Okay. Yo, we ate shawarma at 1 a.m. in Berlin. Bro, I mean. I told everyone I wanted a donair, and they were like, take this shawarma and shut up. And I was like, I'll eat it. Yeah, stupid American. <laughs> you don't know the difference between <laughs> your left foot and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I get confused all the time. I'm so sorry. I keep putting my sneakers on this gun, man. Yo, but my gun be looking fresh, though. Damn, son. My, my, gun, my gun dripping. Okay. Uh, so Shout, shout to Gunny, who got the crazy sneaker game. Uh, hype beast for sure, Gunny. Like, Gunny's an old character. He's an old character. Not a, He's a self-hating gun. gun that, and he gives us transfer. And gives transfer. That's all. Okay. He right? Hates, he hates why he yeah. he has become. Guess what? You don't like Gunny, and you know what? Gunny doesn't like Gunny. <laughs> okay, so it fits he right is in. what he is, but he, right. he's trying to redeem himself. He didn't <laughs> chose how to be born. <laughs> okay, he's trying to make do with the cards he's been dealt. Nice. He also has a gambling problem. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but the transfer, rumors, the transfer rumors are his way back <laughs> yeah. to healing. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how he makes amends, bro. <laughs> okay, so um, where uh, where to begin? Where, where it's two a.m. It's 2 a.m. About uh, we got to do this today because our flight is very early. It's a long flight. We won't be and able Christian to refuses to do the podcast on the plane. I don't what, know why. Literally the worst idea. I've How? Ever I don't get it. We sit next to each other. We could be doing the podcast and we'll say, yes, I will have an apple juice <laughs> and a Biscoff. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Everybody on the plane will <laughs> love it. I want to shit my pants Imagine, would you plane. rather be behind or in front of a crying baby or two <laughs> idiots or doing a soccer, a soccer podcast? podcast. <laughs> Look, I didn't say it was a good idea for the rest of the people on the plane, but we're also in a quiet zone and I feel like we're going to get kicked out of this beautiful The quiet hotel. zone is outside, not inside. No, 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 no. That means you can't be making noise inside. Okay. Well, you didn't read the pamphlet? This is not, this is not enough noise. Noise to disrupt uh, or cross the boundary you of didn't read the quiet sh- zone. Weekly, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, we're we're in a hotel. Uh, and uh, we just yeah we got, like Alexis said we just got back from doing stand up here in Berlin. Um, we just so people know we uh, this is our second time in Germany. We came here in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a media trip with the uh, with Bundesliga with DFL the Deutschland Fußball League. Um, and they basically you sure it's not like Lenin uh, Proben or something like that <laughs> or Liga probably Liga yeah or Lenin back uh, they're from the Bronx so they uh, but they basically uh, invite us to to watch uh, watch some games talk to some people in, uh, involved in in, <laughs> in the hopes that we do a podcast that doesn't reference putting sneakers on the gun in the first few minutes <laughs> <laughs> really look I mean this is it's a package deal sorry <laughs> look you know you can tell us that you can ask us to talk about it you can't tell what else we could talk okay. about. <laughs> um, so 
<laughs> so they, uh, this is the second time they invited us. It's always incredibly, uh, it's an honor. It's obviously very flattering that, uh, you know, they invite a bunch it's of- It's an honor for them, bro. We're the cooligans. Well, that's, this is the thing, is that when you invite the cooligans to a, you know, a otherwise stuffy media trip, which yeah, is, yeah, it's yeah. journalists. And Everybody's listen, they're like, really good at their jobs. They amazing. ask really good questions, and then they look down at the computer, and they type that yeah. and the answer out. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Nothing but bits. <laughs> but That's we all got, we got. We got bits. We got, right. yes, you know, snapbacks. Right. If Christian asks a question and then looks down at his computer and starts typing, he's trying to stop the porn from uploading. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> now oh we're talking to the president of Bundesliga. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it couldn't have come at a worse time. Yeah. Why are you looking at gunwithsneakers.com? <laughs> this is how I get off. <laughs> okay. Don't tell me how to do my job. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> so they invite us amongst uh, a lot of other uh, me- uh, journalists. Usually, like, would, would the word "other" journalist was. I don't think the word "other" should be used there. It's us. Meaning- it's two comedians being, you know, uh, put in the middle of, you know, of a group of really, really good professional. Yeah, so write for very, very professional outlets, and and they're like, "Oh, I gotta go write two thousand words," and we're like, "We ain't never even said two thousand words." You're still doing homework? How old are you, dog? <laughs> we're just trying to get extra. Credit? Yo, I got a feeling you failed that class. I'm about to give you a wedgie, bro. Yo, give me your lunch money, bro. <laughs> okay. The athletic. Damn. Damn, bro. You better have that lunch money. I see money they didn't me. name it after you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you out here tippy tapping. I hear roasting the athletic journalists. And they're like, could you leave them alone? <laughs> they're trying to do their job. Great people. Yeah, they're they great, great people. They do great they work. Take, they take it a, comes from a place of love. Um, no, we so, love these guys. So, um, uh, I mean, we can... We'll Recap a little bit of our trip. Obviously, the yeah. first um, we arrived. Oh, in- we got to do a no cap recap too for Patreon. Shout out to all the Gully Squad. Oh, of course, of course. Maybe we'll do that on the plane. Oh, we can't record, we can't record it on the plane. Uh, I mean, this is, feels like a slash no cap recap, but we'll do one because uh, yeah. there's a lot, a uh, lot to discuss. But um, a lot. we went to uh, the uh, we, we we arrived in Dusseldorf mm. and then we uh, took a train. Uh, no, we took a cab to took, Dortmund. To Dortmund, right? So um, and and I mean, and that's really like we did. The trip that probably Christian Pulisic did pretty much when bro. he got when he got purchased, where a young boy set out on his own. <laughs> okay, just yeah. a sticker, a little bag on, <laughs> yeah. on the sticker. A bindle. What's there, there's a word for it. <laughs> I forget the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "I don't think you could check this stick." Uh, and he was like, "Sorry, me papa says the tin can's gonna fly me to Germany. The losers of World War of World Wars One and Two. <laughs> That's all you know how to say when he got here. <laughs> but are you a land prospector? Um, so, so we get to we get yeah, to Dortmund and uh, just like. Christian Pulisic did. Yes, and we... We took a cab, just like... We took the same one Christian Pulisic took. We, said, <laughs> okay, we, made, trip. we made sure that it was <laughs> the same as everyone. We ain't doing this trip unless you guys Pulisic's Okay. Um, it's, it's our, it was our one demand of the Bundesliga. <laughs> But we get to I'm we get to Dortmund crazy. and they gave they gave us a, a tour of the stadium. <laughs> yes, they did uh, a tour of the training ground, mm. um, and and it was just truly dope. I mean, you know, world class kind of, uh, uh, especially the training ground. We got to do the f- the football knot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a big room. That it's like a it's like stepping into a video game. There's all these squares on the wall, and the ones in the middle will shoot the ball at you. And there, obviously, it's all four sides, and then there's rows on top and on bottom, and one square. Will light up blue and one will light up green randomly. It looks like uh, like an electronic tic tac toe. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like celebrity, um, what's the what's Hollywood the Squares? Hollywood Squares. Yeah. yeah, there's a reference for the kids. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that you guys follow that on TikTok? Uh, Hollywood Squares, more like the athletic writers in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro, we love you guys. No, nah, there's really no reason uh, for us to do this. We actually absolutely love you guys. Um, but yeah, and then it's super random. So the blue is your uh, opponent and green is your teammate. And then it scores on how fast. You you can turn, make the decision, and execute a pass. And this is how they teach young developing stars like Christian Pulisic back in the day. Yeah. To become even better and eventually get on the senior team. And I can say that I may have embarrassed myself, but that's because they did not know how low the bar should have been set for me. <laughs> you you didn't you why did you put it on Pulisic mode? That's not why yeah. I, I didn't ask for that. Yeah, I, I, I just needed, wanted the taxi. I needed uh Pappy Pulisic mode, his grandfather. How we, how we the that? Croatian one. Uh, okay. The one who smoked cigarettes he was five. <laughs> because those, those balls are coming a bit fast. Also, it feels like these these squares that are letting up aren't the ones closest to me yeah, and yeah. That I don't like. i'll uh i'll put up uh i'll put up some clips on the on the patreon oh we let's a, do that we can we put videos. up the one where i actually scored uh I, yeah it's filmed I yeah mean, it's, it's on camera so um not yeah, christian he's gonna pick the one is, where i look stupid it, it, it is a very um expensive like it's you, a room it's, uh, a, it's a, a room i mean they had building. to make a building for this thing and it's i think it's, somebody said 10 million dollars was that accurate or one yeah. million dollars no somebody, no no. it seems like a 10 million feel, yeah it is uh pretty intense and then there's two levels there's the the like the the ground the balls that yeah that the ball comes from two areas one on the ground and the other one comes in, in the air in the air and this is the one where i'm like oh, okay i see why i'm not a professional footballer <laughs> yeah, i also okay. looked at it and i'm like why am i standing in the middle of this video game <laughs> because i actually dipped out of it bro i was like fuck out of here because i thought i thought they were gonna come at the same pace as the ones on the ground here's what i noticed something called gravity that's like working a little bit different you did it after me yeah what i immediately noticed was the guy who did it before us thump took that ball off his chest (laughs) and had no air in his chest and i was like it can't be that bad maybe he stood too close (laughs) and then i get directly in the middle there's like a, a dark shaded area i'm like he must have stepped out of this and got closer to it right and then I saw the speed. I wish it was coming at me, and I dipped. I was like, "Nope!" I said, "Fuck out of here!" Yeah. I said, "Oh I could, fuck!" I I took probably of the ones in the no. The, you went after me, and I heard the thing hit your chest, and I'm like, well, "That's the same thumb by right, right, the, the, the ones on the ground. I think I I I missed one ball out of the I think four 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 passes I received. I think I got two out of the four. Right, and then but then the second one. No, I don't think anybody. None got of one. us hit anything. None of us. <laughs> no. So, so, with the, basically, the point of it was to to uh, trap it out of the air, or at least not let it hit the ground. Not let it hit the ground. So basically, you, you have could, to control you it. Control it. Or it could be off your chest or your leg or whatever. Control it. Uh, take another touch and then hit it to the to its direction, uh, to its square. And it, it was. I mean, it's here's. The I thing. can't do it. If I couldn't the, do it. <laughs> if the ball doesn't go through a square, it assumes you're still controlling it. Right. So we hit the posts between the squares so much that it delayed the game by <laughs> actual minutes. Right, right. Yeah, so, there was a lot of stoppage time. In, our, okay. in fact, we scored a zero. None of us hit anything. None of us, yeah, it was that. It was that difficult. Yeah, so, it, was, it was really embarrassing. Uh, but, uh, but, and it, yeah, on top of trying to control the ball, it's it doesn't help that it's coming at you. At I mean, easily. I had to be like. By the way, if this were professional players, they would call this a dink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a. I had to be like at least. I don't know, 20, 25 miles per hour. 
Which is not no, no, nowhere near it. But it felt faster. If this was a cross, we wouldn't have said that he put the cross in with pace. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would have been kind of a slow cross. Bro, it hurt when oh it, my you god! It, How do these dudes head these balls, bro? <laughs> I think a header will actually be a little bit easier. It's just something about the the when you ca- catch our a square on your um, yeah, our chests are very. <laughs> we don't have we, these grizzled. We don't got. We don't have pecs. We have nothing yeah. to to. Uh, I got. I got a lot to cushion for it. that impact. I got a lot to cushion. It, but it just—it's gonna sound like whack. Uh, so, yeah, I was not into it. Uh, but not nah, it so was. Every employee's laughing. A at really us. cool thing. I mean, uh, to get. Uh, you but know, they also didn't tell us like, oh, later we're gonna go into the football knot and you're gonna get to do it. We're all wearing like jeans. You know, no one's prepared <laughs> yeah, for it. Yeah, we I, look like I'm a just, bunch of I'm, uncles who are like, let us play. I'm in my dockers. I ain't trying to impress anybody. <laughs> Christian's wearing his Sperry topsiders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and his fedora. I didn't expect this. You but, knocked the fedora. I mean, I look cool doing it. I look like I was a cool man in 1985 doing it. You look like you sell weed in 1985. <laughs> but uh, no. Really dope. I mean, I don't know how. I'm just picturing you in fedora and top sliders. That's a good look, girl. Uh, somebody make that Photoshop right there. Uh, Please do, just so I could laugh. <laughs> the uh, but a dope thing, and shout out to Bruce Dortmund. I mean, they were very welcoming. They were very kind. They gave us they gave us Dortmund kits and the whole thing. Kits, scarves, uh, full access to the stadium, Locker beautiful. Room. Yeah, we got some pretty cool interviews. Yeah, you'll uh, see some of those soon. Uh, well, one of them that you're going to see, we also, that well, speaking of the second game that we went to, obviously we went to. Then the, we took the, a train, supposed to be three hours, but Germany, right, three yeah, hours well, is like. We didn't even mention the game, but we did go to um, uh, Signal Duna Park to see uh, Borussia Dortmund take on Schalke, and that's the the Revier Derby. Very heated Derby. Not not like, there wasn't like, I mean, there might have been a, a little bit of scuffles here and there, but it there wasn't. Were a couple of people throwing stuff at yeah. each other as we were walking into the stadium. Yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, there wasn't like the the the, uh, the intense fear of of danger. Yeah. Well, the riot police helped out a little bit. Yeah, there's a couple of guys in horses. You know, <laughs> okay. um, they were pretty chill about it. A couple of cowboys showed up <laughs> and really calmed everybody down. <laughs> that horse seems excited, and no one noticed. But the there, game. there was uh, there, I there, there was I think I don't know if you saw them, but when we were walking in, like right before we got to the gate, I'm getting through, and it's like I have to, I'm pulling the pelican case, so I'm like it takes me a little bit longer to get through. And there were two guys arguing. To uh, two Dortmund fans arguing with uh, two uh, Schalke fans, and then I just saw, I looked, the guys were like in their like mid forties, but like like being tough and like hooliganish. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, you got bad knees, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yo, this time is passing. Yeah, dog. man, this Why ain't you? your era, dog. <laughs> Why are you still fighting about this? Yeah. <laughs> this is for the young Yo, boys. Let them let them not yet not the team. This is for the younger fans of yeah. Dortmund. To just go out and do the dumb stuff that you should have grown out of already. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. There's a time and a place, and that time yeah. was 1985 for you. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah, look, let me show you a picture of you wearing a fedora and Sperry Topsiders. If this doesn't change your behavior right now, I don't know what will. <laughs> Nothing will. Your family misses you. <laughs> you need to stop this I was shit. Like, These men are too old yeah. to be this upset before also, a match. I think because we're a bit separated from it. Like, if you were, if this was happening at Goodison, Park, or if it was happening at the Emirates, I wouldn't feel maybe not immediately feel this way. But watching grown men flip each other the bird, yeah, 
It's just so stupid. <laughs> what are, it's such a waste of energy. Yeah. And also they're doing the 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 thing where they put the other fingers kind of had like the M&M. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, dog, is the last time you flipped the bird in 1998? <laughs> 2006, you were with your friends and you're like, this feels right. Yeah. You know, and that was it. And it's the old to the Marshall Mathers LP. Right. Uh, but you, hey, dear Stan. So, but look, outside of that, uh, you know, there was no real moment where I felt unsafe or, or was any, any worried. But look, I'll, I'll give credit. I mean, we got to see the yellow wall in person. And, it is wildly I mean, it's, impressive. It's, it's like something like 22,000 people in one no, no, stand. No, no, no. 28. 28. 28,000 uh, people 6, on one side of the of the building yeah. telling you you suck. That's impressive. Maybe calling you, you know, this is calling Shiza this and Shiza that. Yeah, at one point it sounded like they were both cheering the same thing. Shiza no. Afa or something like that. And I was like, what are they saying? And one guy's like, they're saying Shiza 04, which is Shaka 04. Uh-huh. And then the Shaka fans are chanting back Shiza BVB. Okay. And let me tell you something. <laughs> you, you may be angry. You may be wearing dad jeans and comfortable sneakers. But what hasn't left you it's creativity because <laughs> at yeah. some point it just sounds like a nice song yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. A nice, it did sound like call and repeat right right yeah. and it's it's like a uh, tennis match of causing calling each other it's shit. like one side is saying my mind's telling me no <laughs> and the other side is saying but my body <laughs> my body's telling so, me shines more of a duet you know <laughs> <laughs> it's a feature it's bbb it's the yellow wall featuring like, yo, yo, bbb and shaka y'all need to kiss yeah. already <laughs> yeah. what's going honestly, on honestly the sexual <laughs> Attention is ruining it for the rest of us. Uh, uh, but but again, yeah, again, heated rivalry <laughs> despite yeah, well, all the no. sexual stuff we're talking about. <laughs> we haven't seen our wives in days, folks. Um, it's, a, it's a heated rivalry, but it's also one of the more, um, you know, displayed, you know, uh, rivalries. It has like uh, big, great TIFOs and uh, a lot of choreography and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you saw that. I will say, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, one of my pet peeves is when clubs say like, Oh, I mean, what makes us different is the passion. It may be dormant is the one club where, like, they actually have something to back that up. But everyone says it anyway. You right. know, you go ask, you know, Wigan. You know, they're yeah. going to be like, it's the passion. <laughs> like, there's seven people here, but they're all passionate. You know what I mean? Everyone says it. So to me, it's like such an easy thing to say. But I guess if you're going to talk about Dorman, then yeah, yeah, I get it. Twenty eight thousand people jumping in unison. Yeah, yeah, you really uh, get a sense of you. You really sense it in. I would say in all of Bundesliga. I mean, every game that we've been to, we've been to four now. Right. It. It. it that. I mean, passion is that is definitely you can apply that to every single so, club. So it, dumb, it, be, dumb. it becomes. Um, you could say that about British people watching the darts, though. You know what I mean? Right, but I will right. say though I mean, that it, it, it fans be, show up. They're loud. They put a lot of time and effort in to being a fan. It doesn't feel like anyone there was like convinced to be that. You know what I mean? It felt like right, it was. Right, right. They're all. They all feel like hot tickets to get, and yeah, uh, like this is like a significant part of their week. And if they lose, they're gonna go home angry. Yeah, it is clearly important, and and more than simply uh, just going to the game, it doesn't feel like it's a you're like their customers by any means. It is very much they're they're so connected to their club. They, Speaking of our second match, we went to right, it's, and it's, it's a, the ultimate non-customer, right? <laughs> because they, I mean they're they're basically you know business owners, one hundred percent. You know the people that go into Costco just to have samples. They built a club with <laughs> they built a club around those. Union people. Berlin, this whole story uh, with, with Union Berlin, which and and uh, we'll. 
we'll put we have the interview that, that we did with uh, um, uh, Jacob. Yeah, uh, and we'll uh, we we'll either get snippets or we'll find a place uh, to put it. But that it's a it, we'll definitely it'll, the full interview will be on Patreon. But if you really are interested in getting to know Union Berlin and what just, they're about, it's an insane story. Like even just being a football fan. It's it's not like anything else I've ever heard. Like you know, people be like, "Oh, we we blood, sweat, and tears for our club." Like legitimately, yeah. Each of those, you know, Berlin wouldn't exist without its fans. Literally building the stadium themselves. or selling their blood to selling save their the blood, team. Which is there's so many of these stories that we're just like, "What? How the hell is this?" Even? You know, one guy was like, "Bro, I was at I was at the sperm. <laughs> I went to the wrong place." <laughs> First of all, they don't want your blood. Second of all, I was. There for a couple hours. Why I think. Is there, I, why is there blood in there? Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I look. I tried to save the club myself. <laughs> I really got going once I got in there. <laughs> I got a couple foul though. <laughs> I'm gonna need a nap and uh, and a pack of ice. <laughs> uh, so there's uh, a bunch of incredible stories. But dude, we, we were all at the blood bank, dude. <laughs> oh, blood bank! I went to the sperm. <laughs> Actually, I tried to give sperm at the regular bank. <laughs> My bad. Oh, dude. Guess what? They don't don't want that so the um uh so uni berlin uh, yeah we went to uh th- their game and they played against uh, such a dumb episode so far aren't they all we went you in a fedora sperm, <laughs> sperm bank a gun with sneakers <laughs> so we are a little stir crazy we, okay so we went to uh the game we uh we got to chat with uh a couple folks at like kevin paredes who you will be hearing uh shortly so Kevin, uh, Kevin Paredes obviously been on the show before. Played at DC Dominican United. King, Domi- uh, Dominicano, uh-huh. uh, just two Dominicans in Germany, along with the Cuban homie, which right. is something who obviously has experience in Germany because <laughs> cool one in Germany had a complicated history, friendship. <laughs> okay. But you know, it's just a place for three caribeños to hang out. Right, we didn't bring it up in the interview. <laughs> you know, we tried to his, his handlers were there. We're like, talk about the old political landscape of the country you're playing in now. Did not come up. No, it did not. Uh, so. So, uh, First question was like, yo, Kevin, why are you wearing the fedora? <laughs> and he's like, I know I was going to meet my, my deal. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yo, wait, he saw us. What was the first thing he said? Bro, he freaked out, bro. He was so happy to see us. And he's he like, said, great to actually meet you in person. And he was like, yo, I was looking in the stands. I was like, and I, worry, I wanted to see where you guys were. Like, yo, man, this is like, I could cry, man. This is. Such- it really feels like we made a, a, a strong connection. We did. And then yeah. there's also this like, yo, we're, we're yes, three, you know, Latino kids. Just do, all of us are doing our best to grow the sport. Exactly. One man. of us has talent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but the fact that we all found some way to find each other in, in Germany to do right. at, at the mix zone to do. An How interview. crazy is that? That the man was a three hour drive from us for years. Right. And we didn't get a chance to meet him in person. Correct. We had to go to Germany to meet him. Right, right. Um, it was mm. impressive. He's, he got in the game, which is really cool. And I was we so got happy to see, see him play. Yeah, they, look, Wolfsburg lost 2-0. They have, uh, you know, they, I think they're almost at the bottom of the table. Yeah, I think they dropped I think to 14th. 17th. No, I think they're like 17th. Or maybe goal differential. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're sitting on five points. Uh, they're in the relegation zone. And they haven't had a good start to the season, um, so you obviously, I, I you know, if w- w- you wish the team well, wish Kevin well, uh, and, and hope. Oh, you're uh, right, seventeenth. Yeah, so they, you know, um, they have five points on the season. Not great, by the way. Their manager, mm-hmm. Nico I mean, Kovac. Nico Kovac. Last time we were in Germany, he got fired after the match. Correct. He lost he as a manager of Bayern. 
He lost, lost five, five to one against five to one. Eintracht Frankfurt, which we were there for. Mm-hmm. And we got to see him get sacked. And I got a feeling we're two for two <laughs> for Niko Kovac's career. I think he has a little bit more time. But I this don't is not, know. Not a great, not a great start for Wolfsburg. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they lost two 0 They really, they didn't look that great mm. in, in the game. Uh, Union Berlin uh, were definitely the better team, uh, and they uh, created more chances. The whole thing, they they really look good. So, uh, but yeah, definitely for us, it was two things: Jordan Pifak uh, scoring uh, an, an incredible header, and um, we got literally the such a perfect view of it. Oh my uh, god. It, the stadium is just the okay. So the entire stadium is less than the capacity of the yellow wall. Without a doubt, yeah, it's like a, it's which like again, a, the yellow wall in unison telling you suck twenty eight thousand people. <laughs> that's that's not cool. Like if that happened at one of our comedy shows, I'd be like, I don't think I should do this anymore. I will say the what I think was impressive at Union Berlin was the. The the supporter section was definitely like every supporter section in in Germany and pretty much anywhere in the sport. They are they know the songs. They involve themselves sure. in whatever the uh, you know the capo is telling them to do. And uh, Union Berlin definitely the other sections were also involved more than I'm, I'm sort of used to seeing in, in most stadiums. Usually it's just the supporter section doing all the chants, doing all the clapping or yeah. whatever. And there's then, there's also like to your your point there's also this like really cheesy song they play at the beginning of the game it's like a woman singing it's kind of like a like a hip-hop track okay with like a cheesy old dance track laid over it so it's like kind of like hip-hop drum beat with like a cheesy like super european sounding like techno song kind of thing uh and the lady's kind of like rapping and singing in german and everyone it's not, i don't want to say it's cringe but it's a little like it's a little corny the song. I mean, there's it a, wouldn't be. You, it most most uh, sporting events yeah. have some level, a couple corny songs. Yeah, this isn't. There. You know, this isn't going to show up on the rap caviar playlist. <laughs> the point I'm making is, children, adults, teenagers, old people, everyone is singing along to this song. Knows all the lyrics. Yeah. Like they're all the whole stadium is singing along to this song, and it's there's something about it where yeah, maybe it's not you'll never walk alone level. You know, the whole stadium singing, but like. They don't they're the you can tell everyone is there and they're like, This is what we do at this moment. This is part of the choreography. And right. it was impressive. It was impressive to see everyone just kind of getting all in. And there is something different about the 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 people who go see these games. There's like a feeling of like, we're going to the event now. You know what I mean? It was such a it was such a for me, it was such a a, a different reaction than most sporting events. Like they really are that fantasy that people have about their football club like you'll hear like chelsea fans say like we all get up and we all go to this one pie shop and we all go there and say no you're not you're a bunch of customers just like the rest of us in the premier league you know (laughs) right we go there and we pay way too much money to be a part of it like it's not these guys built the stadium and they all they go there every week week in and week out given you know because of the 50 plus one rule they also have a lot of say in uh in the cost of tickets and things like that right you know the 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 they also actually own the stadium as well like right, the fans right. actually, I mean, they're like, I built this. <laughs> yeah, you I'll take have. back the pieces I put in if you <laughs> Give want. Give back my brick. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, uh, that's my two by four. And I have a feeling your building might need it. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, uh, look, yeah, they it, it, that's the one thing when you are when it comes to German football culture, it is it, they don't play, you know, they don't play with uh, when it when it comes to uh, supporters and fans and and the price of tickets and what the, the and taking that structure away from them is not going to happen. Man. Right, right, right. But no, that's what makes it so, um, you know, there's a there's a genuine feeling of it. It is unique. It is a little bit different. It doesn't, um, you know, do you think it's holding the league back? It it it. it it's holding it back from depending depending on what goal you are trying to achieve. You're trying to be the Premier League, then yes, you hold it. It's holding the league back because you can't bring in the absolute superstars. You can't afford to pay the the players uh, that much to be able to uh, build these super teams. So that is in that sense, yes, it is holding it back. But could 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 the story of uh, Bundesliga be? Uh, could, could could people find ways to make it more relatable to people may, not in Germany? Yes, I think there's things that can be done. Or is that story something that will make it a, a selling point somewhere in the future when maybe, I can't ever see this happening, but maybe people will be exhausted of the idea of like super clubs, you know, and want to, like we we asked, I remember a video, sounds to uh, Caviar and Sausages, uh, I don't know where you guys have been, man. You guys had such a great YouTube channel back in the day, but eight years ago, their first video ever I watched. And it was just two English guys that went to go to Union Berlin when they were in the second division. And I very clearly remember one of their super fans, like one of those guys that has like all the pins on their jackets and yeah. hat with all the patches and shit. And he was like, we don't want to be in Bundesliga one. We're we're fine down here. We just care about this club. We don't care about winning things. We just care about this club, which is, you know, a gallant. You know, I don't know what the word to say is. There's some there's something romantic about about that. But they're here now. You know, they've they've come a long way, you know, and, and what is the story? And when you see the interview we did with um with the gentleman, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. But what is the story like? You know, the fans absolutely care. Maybe they don't ever want to be the level of an Arsenal or a Manchester City. Maybe that's not the story. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of like if we if we start thinking of the leagues the way we think of like how do you sell a blockbuster film or like how you know it, to me the way is what, what happens in in with most um, Hollywood film projects right you get an, an incredible script and what's the first question people ask when they, we have a who's going to be the lead who's going to be the lead and this is I think Bundesliga is not asking that question they're not asking who's going to be the they're lead like, the writing is good right like, but and that's how it is it's I'm not like, going to show up for some <laughs> bum act I never heard of. <laughs> right? And that's the problem. There, there's people. There are people that appreciate a good actor, regardless if they're famous or not. And then there's people that are like, "Oh, uh, you know, I love Julia Stiles. I'm going to go see this Julia Stiles film. I don't <laughs> yeah. care what what, what script." Something, some, something people have said in the last 15 years. Okay, you for remember sure. Save the Last Dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> is this movie have anything to do with Saving the Last Dance again? Because uh, if so, so I think. But that's, your point, but your point is, there's more people that want the second thing. Not Julia Stiles in particular. So, it, so but that's the issue that you're running into. Yeah, and but and it doesn't. It really doesn't feel like that. It's going to affect the twenty eight thousand people that are going there on a week to week basis. Exactly. So that's why. Look, when it comes to German uh, football, they Germans, don't need you, bro. And, and to some degree, they kind of don't. But they clearly want. A, we wouldn't a have large, been flown out here. Yeah, clearly. if they didn't want some of you, <laughs> they want a larger audience. And 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 this is where look. The, the, I think the Premier League is is. 
popular because of obviously the the the, the level of play and the superstars. Right. But th- there's a there's a reality show level toxicity around the league that keeps people interested. It draws me in. Yeah, without a doubt. We all know like what all literally all the drama uh, of people getting arrested, people mm. doing ridiculous things. It's is it bad publicity? Of course it is, but does it lead to attention? Yeah, and and, and Here's an example. How many of you heard the heard the news that uh Union Berlin had built their own stadium and sold blood to keep it up? Oh, raise your hand. Okay. okay. Now, put your hand back down. How many of you listening have heard or know what the reference I'm making is when I say it was dot, 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 Rebecca Vardy's account? Exactly. Right? So <laughs> the drama obviously carries a little bit further than the positive See, story. One, one is a uh, an uplifting, you know, remember the Titans type of uh, right. story. And the other one is about Union Berlin building their own stadium. <laughs> So look, man, that's that's just a, a reality of uh, you know, and we're we, but like, let me ask you a question: Did you feel like you wanted to like support the club when you were watching it, or like what, follow it, the story it, a little bit? Berlin More? or Union Dortmund or anybody? Union Berlin. Um, did I feel I, there's a? You feel like some did type I want to be a supporter? Relationship to it? Did you feel like you I, I definitely to- felt a relationship to it? Yes, okay. I, I think the we're gentrifiers. I felt the same way. I mean, maybe I, maybe this should be the club I pick for Bundesliga, and then I thought we're the people they don't want to be <laughs> associated with the club. So we're it- two Americans who don't weren't there from the beginning. My blood not going nowhere. But you don't you don't think Manchester United fans say that about fans in 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 the U.S. or China or anywhere? You don't think they're the same? Oh thing? sure, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's part of being a supporter in in your hometown. I mean, I it, it probably depends on the club, right? When when I say I'm How never, come t- we don't do that. If someone tells us they're Knicks fans, we're not like you ain't real. <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> wasn't there when Starks dunked on Horace Grant, there's, Michael look, Jordan. There's yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's an American thing. We just we it, it it's not as much of a religion to us it is just we're fans you know there's like differences right between the word fan and and supporter when i'm a fan of an american sports team right i don't it's it's it just probably the definition is probably just very different than uh people in in england or or in germany or whatever they maybe they think i'm very like artificial and not plastic i'm a poser or whatever but it is what it is we we lived in different uh in cultures right but if someone told you that you know they were a crimson fan or whatever you wouldn't be like you wasn't there before the tide rolled or whatever they say you know <laughs> that's right bro <laughs> i've heard it a million times no because I, I think the you know you get what i'm saying yeah it's, i understand yeah. but i i think uh, americans embrace the the capitalism around sports a little bit more than in other uh in other countries i think we're just we prepared for business decisions to be made yeah it's just like it, it is uh, if I think uh, like same thing like what happened with uh, Premier League clubs. As soon as the brand started growing outside of the country, uh, and you start these TV deals go up and up, and you get more money, you get these better players. They're not complaining. I mean, they're no. literally the. the I don't it, understand what's so upsetting though. You you supported a product that is so good. That everyone else in the world wants a piece of it, right? I mean, it, I, but I'm the, so sorry. The part, yeah, it's, it, it starts to feel less like it's yours when yeah. more people are involved. But like Manchester United, for example, it's like the glaze. We hate the everybody hates the glazers, but, but but I mean, the level of money that they've even the, in the poor decisions that they've made, the amount of money that they've spent to make poor decisions is 
astronomical. It is and unreal. This upsets so many soccer fans when I say it, but look, it's not my money. I don't care how or uh, when you spend it. But to ask somebody to keep spending their money <laughs> week after week, throwing money month. at this, at these problems. I mean, I get that you want a massive investor to buy your club, right? So that you have all this money. But could you imagine if you had a couple billion, maybe not even. Let's say you had a let's say you had a mil, a billion dollars, and you bought this thing, and everyone who owns it a hates you, and b wants you to spend about two hundred million of your own money every year. Buddy, you're going to run out of money real quick. At right. some point, you're going to be like, hey, is this thing turning a profit? I'm not even trying to buy a boat. I'm just, I would like to not have to spend any more of my money after right, buying right. it. Uh, and look, and people are going to go into the specifics of how much is going to spend their money and they're not yeah, actually yeah. making We're talking any very profit bird's idea. and whatever. But, but this, is the, this is the opposite of what happens in Germany, right? This, could, this couldn't happen in Germany where you have owners that you just absolutely despise. I mean, sure, there's some that they despise, yeah. but there's, there's at least more. <laughs> there's, there's at least some uh, input and say and control into what happens with the actual. Yeah, club. there are checks and balances, right? You know, right. maybe some one of them. Have so found this a way is around it, this is the opposite end of of it the, is of it, the pendulum or the or the scale. It did feel there was something romantic about the trip, you know, and it wasn't just that Christian and I were on it together. <laughs> yeah, there was something romantic about seeing these clubs and getting a chance to experience it. It, it there's something about it. That felt different. There was something about it that, and I'm not saying this because they flew us out. I mean, if it sucked, I would have told you it sucked. But we did go to two really impressive matches, two really impressive stadiums on the opposite end of the spectrum. We had 81,100 people at yeah, one match. It's a spectacle. And then it's- completely sold out 28,000 on the other one in a tiny, super old school. It felt like you were going to a stadium that was built attached to the back of an old factory. It's so, it's like the it image like, I have in my yeah, head of like, it was like near, by a forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, some people walk through the forest. We said, not for us. We have nice sneakers. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. You, you're not going to want us as fans. Um, oh, are you going to carry us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, why don't one of you sell a blood, sell your blood to get me an Uber? Um, but I, I, I was, I walked away from it. Knowing that both of those matches were experiences that I like kind of bucket list for a lot of people. Yeah, 100 percent, man. I, you know, a lot of people were messaging me just saying, like, you know, how cool it is that, that, that you know, that we were there. It's uh, weird. People were messaging me. Not that they were like, yo, what that mouth doing? I'm like, I don't understand how this damn, is bro. a productive <laughs> text message. Bro. I yo, I'm in Germany, dog. At least I type it in, in German. I, know, I hit the Google Translate. <laughs> and then there was this old man who I think fell in love with me. Oh, yeah, he was hugging you a lot. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. speaking to you. In Germany, he had no idea what he was <laughs> Yo, saying. He walked up to me and like gave me like, "Hey, it's a you kind of a look." And I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's maybe sixty years old, mm-hmm. older white guy. Uh, as there's a lot of them in Germany. <laughs> uh, and then he starts talking to me in German, and I, he literally was talking to me like he saw an old friend. Mm. And I looked over at Max, who was one of the gentlemen that was there, that uh, is from Germany, that works uh, alongside Bundesliga. I'm like, Max, help me out. And he starts translating the story. The guy uh, is a color commentator for um, uh, an indoor, maybe a darts, something indoor. And I, I was hear, like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, cool. That sounds fucking awesome. But what does that have to do with me? And then he kind of like laughed. And then he kept telling me more stories. And then he told me he was married for 32 years and his wife plays. And that's one of the ways they see each other. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I've been married. For, for 15 years, you know, and I'm like, you know, my wife and I don't see each other all the time either because I travel so much and stuff. I go, but that's the secret to a lovely marriage. And then he responded and then we laughed and we kind of high fived. Uh, and then, you know, we everyone was fine. It was kind of awkward. I don't know what the conversation was with me for. 
It, I think he confused me with somebody else. At least that's how I felt. And then, uh, and then he was like, "Oh, okay, bye." So like, okay, bye. And then he leaned over and gave me a big hug, and I was uh, like, "Oh, oh, okay, uh, uh, yeah, a real bear hug, bro, <laughs> yo, bro. Uh, bear in a different he was uh, title." Like, yo, let's go belly to belly, <laughs> bro. <laughs> let's make our belly buttons touch and create a vacuum where we have to be separated by the jaws of life. And then he patted Christian on the belly. Uh, no, more my side. Yeah, you know, uh, you know. My he love. was like, "You too skinny for me. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. I need some of that thick boy love." Right. He's like, "I ain't into twinks. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you skinny Billy. I need me some chunky uh, monkey." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so well, yeah. it was just weird. It was just uh, a weird. Look, FC Union, Berlin. <laughs> I don't know. You're a weird place. Berlin is a weird place, isn't Berlin, it? Yeah, it was definitely. You know, uh, you know the the. Uh, it feels like um, West Village in yeah. New York. You know what I mean? It feels like one of those futuristic techno dramas where... The, Cyberpunk. The, yeah, where the neighborhood's gone bad, but right. the rich people live above that. So <laughs> okay. who cares, you know? All right. We were playing a first-person uh, shooter through this game. Uh, and and someone, someone came in uh-huh. and wrote a character that was weird and wanted to make love to me. Uh, uh, it was Yeah, it was a weird, weird situation. Right. But overall, it was great. The interviews were great. I mean, you know, we got to see two clubs go top of the league back to back. We got to see two cities I've never been to in, in, in Germany. And I really love Berlin and I can't wait to come back. I don't know how I'm going to convince the wife this is worth uh, the money to fly here. But uh, it was it's a really cool yeah. city. Uh, look, and like we said before, like if you ever get an opportunity or want to uh, plan some kind of trip to go see uh, Dortmund, especially uh, or, or Union Berlin, uh, incredible Dortmund. I, I, it is literally one of those like. You know, bucket list uh, for me. I mean, they both are, but both, but, but yeah, Dortmund, Dortmund for felt me, like an NFL stadium. It was. It's just something I've just really. You, you're not going to see something like that very often. Uh, just almost anywhere in the world. I uh, would. I would say the uh, the opposite. I think FC Union Berlin was that stadium to me was. I mean, bucket list for sure, but it's one of those things that like, and I, again, I say this all the time, but every time I go into one of these super old stadiums, it kind of gives me a little bit of closure of not having been able to go to Highbury, but like that, that feeling that super English style looking like, yeah. you know, you're walking past a, str- uh, a row of homes and then all of a sudden you turn left and there's a stadium there, kind of yeah. like how Goodison is. That's exactly how this feels. And do they love it? It's they're They're fine with it. They don't want it to be bigger. They don't want the glitz. They don't want the glamour. You know, they don't want to feed the press people. I mean, it's just a... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, they, that's, what that's what the members have decided. Yeah, not so. enough blood, bro. <laughs> so, uh, uh, overall, uh, an incredible trip uh, out here. And uh, and again... And shouts to the whole team, man. They 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 made it easy for us uh, to get the content that we needed. We told them what our dream gets as far as interviews were, and we got all three. Yeah. Uh, just an absolute wonderful situation, and... And Bundesliga shared with us a lot of information about the league and some of their goals in the U.S. market. And, you know, they're, they they want to be a part of America. They want to be a part of the, uh, you know, the American like just soccer, soccer sphere. Soccer lexicon and yeah. everything and stuff like that, which is it's, it's dope. I mean, you know. For, and the I, meetings weren't even like, we want to make more money and talk to partners. They're like, we want to share this with more Americans and we think that that will in turn make them want to care more about Bundesliga clubs. Totally. Like they could have very easily just presented us with data. And I think the last trip, it was a little bit more data heavy. This one was, you ask us, ask us what you, what you think. Yeah. uh, Look, and that's, that's something uh, I don't want to like lose sight of. I I mean, I think for us to be invited to something like this uh, and 
it was clear, especially from the the, the staff at Bundesliga, that they appreciate what we do and feel. Yeah, dude, and the the president of Bundesliga was like, "Oh, the Kooligans are here. That's cool." It was. It wasn't the president, but yes, uh, he was like the was CEO. Was up there. <laughs> no, he's the CEO of Bundesliga International. Something, yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, but for you know someone in as high a position as he is to when the cameras turn on, he was uh, he was in, in town, so he was doing it by Zoom. But when the cameras turned on, he was like, oh, that's right. The Kooligans are here. Like, yeah, yeah. For him to know that just for us was like, whoa. Yeah. So it's it's obviously very, very uh, uh, flattering. And like, it, why is that man wearing a fedora? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's, on, no he's on. He's on. The theme is. is <laughs> he, knows, he knows what's going he's on. He's fashionable. He's listening, he's listening to the show. Uh, but no, it, it's, you know, we, we I think every single time we get to do uh, any, you know, kind of exciting thing or fun thing or travel, it's like the, the the one thing that uh, we try not to lose sight of is the fact that, you know, we are important and need to be, need to be treated that way. (laughs) (laughs) But it's that we, you know, we, we did a lot of work to get to this point, but the fact that all that work led to being like people being like, yo, this is this, you know, uh, program you've created is, we feel it is something, you know, special and unique and we want our league to be highlighted on your show. That's uh, uh yeah, it's massive. And that's obviously it, like, that stuff doesn't happen with everyone listening and particularly doesn't happen to uh, you know, gullies without gully squad, right? You know, right. Patreon.com slash soccer cool. So you guys are the best. So we did, um, uh, I mean, we posted it on social media already, but the, we did it. We interviewed Kevin Paredes. Mm-hmm. We interviewed, uh, Jordan Peefock and we interviewed Gio Reyna. Right. Uh, so the homie Jordy, the homie Jordy, Jordy uh, Peefock. So you'll, you'll hear those interviews soon. Uh, if you want to hear them first, go to, uh, patreon.com slash soccer cooligans. Uh, so go and, uh, support us and our travels and our journeys. Uh, but, uh, so you can get that exclusive content and, uh, and thank was, you to you guys. So that's why you're getting the exclusive content. Exactly. So and like, uh, like we said, we, we've, there's a lot of been a lot of firsts last week. We introduced the studio, which we'll be back in tomorrow. Right. Um, but technically tomorrow because it's 3 a.m. now on Monday. But we'll be back in the studio and we're going to be doing more stuff out of the studio. We're going to be doing even more new cap recaps. So maybe we'll wait. Maybe we'll do the first studio new cap recap and talk about some of the behind the scenes stuff from the mm. trip, you know? We can do um, that. I'll tell you what that German man whispered in my ear. <laughs> okay. You got you to be a part of the Patreon. All right. You want to know if you're getting a wet willy or not? <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to tell you what that means, bro. Um, <laughs> my willy was wet, bro. So no. uh, before we wrap it's up, ridiculous. I just want to make sure, because this obviously is a Prem show, but you know more, there's a lot of Bundesliga today. Prem show is just a, a, a catch-off for a top-level Europe. Exactly. And But we do it. Our teams, our Premier League teams did play. Bro, uh, we took two dubs, bro. Everton get their first win. Uh, Arsenal get their, what, sixth win? See, guys, I use dubs the way you use them. Look at that. Fine. I'm using it correctly. It's not correctly. You, you're <laughs> a New Yorker. You should know better. I should know better. I should, I should know better. That's <laughs> it, bro. Languages evolve and change. Get over it. Exactly. Dog. Y'all need to change with the times, bro. <laughs> Nobody uses dub as a loss. Yes. That's it's it. a negative. It's done. It's it, a negative. They did use it like that. In and the, it's still being used In the that 80s way. when you were wearing your fedora. <laughs> when I was, and now when I was dancing on cardboard. <laughs> Boxes. That's beep, it. Beep, 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 Move on. Beep, 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 beep. Um, but yes, Arsenal. A uh, couple fun moments, right? Because Arsenal defeat uh, Brentford, and uh, everybody's Just talking stay about top of the league. Everybody's talking about the tweet from uh, Gabriel Magalhaes. So if you remember, uh, Brentford beat us pretty bad first game of the season last uh-huh. uh, last season. Very embarrassing for us, only because it was the season opener. Brentford is a great, uh, great club. 
but uh, Ivan Tony, who wanted to join Arsenal, tweeted and, uh, out English international Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he tweeted out after that match. Just a little kickabout with the boys. That's right. A little soccer uh, ball emoji, a little heart. Mm. Uh, and if you saw the all or nothing, Mikel Arteta reminded the club of that on the next match, on the match that was uh, at the Emirates. Uh, just reminded them, gave them a little what we call bulletin board material. Right. You know? Uh, so if you hadn't heard, we slapped up uh, Brentford this season yet again. Uh, and Gabriel Magalhaes took it upon himself to remind the fans a little bit. He said, hey, <laughs> just a little kick about with the boys. That's it. With the, the, he didn't do a remix as much as he just Copy bit, and paste. copied yeah. and pasted. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes changed, he changed it to Arsenal instead of Brentford. When yeah, he, uh, he did Arsenal change the hashtag. Uh, but so, sometimes you say more by saying less. Exactly. Everybody knew what he was talking about. So that was great. Uh, we loved them. saying, all I'm saying is the bonus. could lose a little bit better. You know? Um, so the uh, uh, but no a, a big win for Arsenal after losing uh, the previous week uh, to uh, look you're gonna take a couple of L's and obviously they don't they don't Manchester play the United, same yeah. oh I, look and we did we we had um, Luke Aaron Moore on the Luke show. Luke Aaron Moore uh, of we the were, football uh, ramble. Uh, so we couldn't really talk about what you know it, uh, we didn't go into too much detail about uh, the Queen's passing mm-hmm. and and why these games were uh, truth postponed. be told I don't know that he was comfortable talking about right, it right, either, and so. I, I mean, and we like, didn't want to put him on the spot that's not the this isn't exactly. the show for that but we're American and we're problematic right and we were like <laughs> yo maybe if she was your president queen and not your just actual queen <laughs> <laughs> no man but um look it's a i think the 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 whole uh, you know a lot of you we've all been seeing it on social media people feel how they feel about mon- monarchies you know i personally think they're ridiculous and, and they just seem mm-hmm. uh they seem more and more antiquated as we co- as we continue to exist um uh but that's whatever if you want to have a political conversation with me feel free to do that um but the the one interesting thing that was uh kind of fun was the uh, the queue right the line for to see the the queen's uh, coffin still going, still going. But there was there was some celebs, ooh, on the line. David Beckham uh, <laughs> stopped by the Peaky Blinder set, grabbed a costume, <laughs> and said, and, <laughs> "I'm gonna go wait for my queen." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Tommy Beckham. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then he went and waited for ten hours on the line. I heard thirteen. Okay, it doesn't matter. But, but a long time. And we did hear from uh, uh, our British sources, our spies. That he probably would have been told, hey, you can come to the front of the line. Right. You're a David freaking Beckham. Mm-hmm. Isn't he Sir David Beckham? Didn't he get knighted? He did not get knighted. You know the story about that, right? No. He tried to, He tried to. Uh, in the Sony email hacks, he uh, was found having emailed somebody high up in, in Sony or some sort of either executive, somebody that was close to the monarchy and was trying to... Uh, get himself knighted. He was just like, yo, hook, hook it up, bro. I'm like, <laughs> yo, word around town is you got the queen's digits, bro. So he was uh, in those emails. It was discovered that he was trying to influence uh, behind the scenes to get himself knighted. Yeah, you know, I can't blame him for that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not how it works. Also, <laughs> you know, if was it, isn't it like uh, Charles? Cool- isn't Charleston Heston or something like that knighted? Who? 
Charlton Heston, whatever that character yeah. actor's name is. Oh, Charl- yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The artists like people who I, who contributed. Know, I think a lot in either art or or to the to the it, country. Tell me, David Beckham doesn't deserve to be knighted. I don't say. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm just saying the emails <laughs> of him asking. That's like asking look- again on a show. It's embarrassing <laughs> if you see them later, but at the time they felt like a good idea. I want to do the show, <laughs> bro. You gotta ask that on some encrypted line, yeah, bro. You, you, you can't what? leave a paper trail. You right? gotta. You gotta. WhatsApp now, bro. You gotta, you gotta download Tor. You gonna ask to get knighted? You can't. You can't be doing. You gotta this get on a list on, on these open channels. Nah, right? There's man. too many security uh, uh, loopholes, bro. Uh, they're gonna take it all down in the future. We're gonna see all those, all the emails. So, uh, but yeah. So, but it's okay. So he's not Sir David Beckham. He's not he's Sir just, David. He's just David. Chap David Beckham. And was waiting online like a yeah. regular commoner. Yeah, man. <laughs> just trying to prove he's one of the regular people. Okay. Uh, uh, but no. It's a uh, look. I, I think it's a. It, it, it was the, they postponed last week's games entirely, and then there's only some that they're they're postponing. I think it's the the not the London game. Some of the London based games. Yeah, it's hard because I think it's they they can't. Um, uh, they don't have enough resources, like police resources, police resources to, for to, the safety to, of the fans to have all the games. Uh, yeah. So that's why some are postponed and some are not. And even I said on this trip, there was a, a gentleman who's from England, and I was like, "What's the deal with you know if the tube were to shut down? They were talking about a tube strike." Uh, I was like, who cares? Everyone that's going to go to both teams are local. You know, the North London Derby. Right, right. They were potentially, uh, potentially talking about postponing that. And I was like, ah, what? What's the point? None of these, none of these people need to train. They can get there unless you have obviously like some type of physical uh, impediment to get to walking there. Right, right, right. But for the most part, majority of the fans could just walk there. It's not like it's, you know, a London based team versus a team that's not from London that will having to, have to take travel, public transportation. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but then that means after the match, all the fans will just kind of be milling about. And that's a major security issue, right, right. which would also completely makes sense. Right. So obviously there's a lot to it, uh, but hopefully those matches continue. And hopefully they figure something out to do with this cue. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's getting in the way of Bro. my football. <laughs> Bro. Uh, so look, yeah, uh, look, it's a you know, the, it's a it's a show, right? Uh, right. We have a king now. Uh, hopefully he's like, yo, wrap it up. Uh, let's Tottenham get- first team to lose under the king. Tottenham lost. Yeah, they were the first club to lose. To lose what? They lost in the uh, Champions League. They were the first. Oh, in the champ- first okay. English club to lose under the reign of this king. Okay. Wow. So perfect. Every, perfect. Uh, welcome. Every single, every little detail to try to find a leg Troll up. You're already in known. first place. Yeah. That's it. I wanted. I do want to remind everyone that we are still in first place, regardless of the fact that Erling Holland scores while he sleeps. Uh, <laughs> that man. I don't even know if he sleeps. I think they actually shut him off at night. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. The Champions League results were also pretty wild. I mean, Manchester City. That that goal from Erling Holland was. You're not even talking about Everton's first win. I will in a moment, but I'm just. You mentioned Champions. Champions League, and I just didn't want to forget that you know, a lot of times because Champions League was a couple days ago, we, do, often we don't ever get, really go we, into it in too much detail. Yeah, yeah, but that was that's worth at least uh, touching on. Yeah, it was a little nod to the Champions unbelievable, League. Unbelievable, fun competition. Unbelievable goal. It, it's weird. He Europa made, as well. Arsenal won in Europa. I mean, there's so many things happening for Arsenal. He made the. Yeah, we gotta, <laughs> make, we gotta make sure we talk about uh, But he he, um, he made that comment about. Um, uh, after the game, basically saying like uh, that he, you know, somebody was asking about he, he, he's 
he's not super involved in the game. He doesn't get that many touches. And he's like, my dream is to have five touches and five goals. Yeah. And yeah, that's, it changes. It's not the Manchester city style that you think of, right? but everybody else can kind of make up for the fact that he may not touch the ball because he's such a, oh, so he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to. Yeah. Cause you just, your job is to put him in a position where he, he can one touch it in. My anyway. man, yeah. Just like throw it up. Alley. You yeah. <laughs> just get it into a general area. <laughs> and it, look, I mean, the dude is it, it, week after week. It's just, it's truly ridiculous. That's why he's uh, capable of doing. And, you know, for all the people that said he wouldn't score a ton of goals and stuff, I mean, you got to be embarrassed. Yeah. This dude is literally, uh, people are like, oh, but can he do it in the Premier League? I mean, it's a fair question to ask, but anyone who asked that question looks stupid. I don't even yeah. know if I'm the one one of those people who said it. I might have been. I say some wild shit on this show. Uh, I, don't, I don't look back at it. I don't, I don't read it. I don't, I don't read, dude. There's no reason to but read yeah, a podcast. Uh, Everton did win uh, their first game in the Premier League. Speaking Finally. Of, speaking of Everton, what did you think about Richarlison's latest comments? Uh, oh, yeah. This was... When I see this, I think, you know, Everton... I believe left uh, on on good terms. He was honest about. He was there for three years. He was honest about. He also did right by them. I mean, they did right by him. Yeah, yeah. And he, they you sold know, him when a big offer came in, which is all you can really ask. He they wanted didn't he, delay it. He wanted to play in Champions League. So he wanted to go to a club that was right. in Champions League. Um, so it, when the, I think the one comment that is being highlighted, and uh, you you know, this is what English media does. It, it, the comment of it. it he I guess they're not as ambitious now that I'm not there. Something along no, those just lines. In, in general, like they're just he used the word Everton are not ambitious uh, as much as maybe I'd like them to be or whatever, um, and that is the thing that's like oh what's he say? oh my god but if you look at the lo- the complete the, wow. the complete context. He is Tottenham he, apologizing. <laughs> Why did he? I was supposed to think he's a monster already. Uh, yeah. No, he's um, uh, he was honest about like he was like uh, the uh, the club got a lot of money for me. I wanted to you know move on with my uh, career, and he felt it was good, a good move for both sides. Which is I don't think any other fan would could, could argue with that. Yeah. So it's uh, I think realistically people need to stop asking him about Everton. They know the situation. Everybody understands that if you have the opportunity to play for a Champions League club or stay at Everton, I would say probably most players that are especially I, of his age and of his age i think they would probably soon. leave and, and and could you fault them at all if that's what they chose to do i i can't i, I think the players who want to be at everton um and i think after the win you kind of saw that um from onana onana feels like he's been in that an everton player for years he just he, there was something about the way he sort of communicates with the rest of the, the fans and stuff there he's it great. feels like he's he grew up in whatever that is l4 or whatever right right and so that that is like the kind of uh, uh stuff you like to see lampard made comments today as well about how um you know th- that the Everton fans are the most passionate uh, um, club that he's ever coached or played for. He says that that, and, he, and this is probably a, a bigger comment than what he said than what Richarlison said. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but essentially, I'm paraphrasing. He basically said that Everton fans uh, bleed. Uh, you know Everton in and out every single day, and they're not just going to the games uh, to to basically focus on their Instagram. So Chelsea fans are like, "Bro, what are you talking about?" You know what? Once I finish this reel, 
<laughs> I want to ask you about your recent comment. Okay, hold on. I'm adding some music yeah, and, yeah. Some, and some cool edits. I'm to- kind of trying to do a photo dump of my last two weeks, and I really can't choose between the car of a the picture of a car that has a crash in the door or this cute puppy eating ice cream. <laughs> okay, but it's very important to have the sixth photo pop. <laughs> so that is, um, I think that's a bolder statement than what Richardson said because I think and look. I'm going to believe, you know, Frank Lampard doesn't have to say that to win over Everton fans. He's already, I think, done a lot. Uh, and been- No, but it also takes a little bit of pressure off the team. Uh, uh, what do you mean? You know, when when a manager says things like that, it puts the manager in You don't in the think focus. he's kind of putting down? Because uh, uh, he, 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 in name, he mentioned Chelsea and Manchester City. You don't think he's kind of poo-pooing them a little bit? I think he's using that as a, a smart management tool. To get the focus off the players and not ask about the stupid Richarlison comment and are we ambitious, blah, blah, blah. It's deflecting. It's saying, like, I mean, maybe we are not as ambitious because Christian has a gun. And everyone's like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) Why does that have sneakers on it? It's kind of cute. Christian's like, I spent a lot of money for sneakers. And I keep confusing sneakers in my left foot. But the point I'm saying is it's a good deflection. It's like saying, oh, my God, but what's that over there? Uh, I didn't see it that that way at all. Of course you wouldn't. You're a nice guy. You don't understand (laughs) the dark arts of the media. I think it's a... Which is where I want to take this podcast. Yes, folks. I think it's a genuine statement, and I and I think the 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 changes, uh, you know, the, and the signings that Everton have made. They won uh, today, one nil against uh, West Ham, yeah. uh, which is a which is a good. How much win. time does David Moyes have left? I mean, look, Not like I mean, as the man, <laughs> hey, bro. I'm like, why is he getting so grim? <laughs> Damn, what are you, his cardiologist, dog? What? what do you know that the rest of us don't? His family's on the line. They have questions, bro. Um, so the uh, they're in 13th place and uh, with seven points, but that's a big win. They, I mean, they drew. Um, um, uh, a lot of their games, they lost one. Uh, oh no, they lost two games. They lost two games. I'm just saying yeah. that it's a. Uh, I think with the changes that they've made, I honestly think that it's. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying Europe isn't is in the cards. You're right making now. fun of a manager that just doesn't have the right time. To- um, just, but I think uh, I I think the changes that they've uh, they've made. I mean, you, you, the midfield uh, uh, it, it will be um, uh, Adrisa. Oh, you're Gay. talking about Everton, yeah, yeah, yeah Adrisa yeah. Gay. And, he's that part. It feels like he's starting just, to figure it out. I mean, they just it's a complete turnover. Yeah, I mean, and but and you the, do feel like uh, he's starting to figure it out. He's starting I, to put the pieces together. I think so too. So and yeah. I, I've said it before. It doesn't feel like it this season because it feels like City and Arsenal are uh, a kind of a step above. And I know Tottenham is also just uh, one point away from the top spot as well. Uh, but I'm never going to mention them in a positive light. But it does feel like uh, Arsenal and Everton are, I'm sorry, Arsenal and Manchester City are kind of a, a little bit of a class above right now. But most of the time, I would say the first 10 matches are kind of where you can figure it out in the Premier League. And then the rest of them, you have to win out you right. know, or you have to uh, collect a lot of points. So maybe maybe Everton do stand a chance to to sort of figure it out. Uh, I hope so. Okay. So uh, uh, I think Brendan Rogers and David Moyes should just call each other and say, yo, why don't we swap, swap. jobs? Wife swap. <laughs> Brendan? <laughs> uh, have you thought about us switching jobs? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's probably what they That's probably what they meant. <laughs> uh, hold on. I got to call my wife. <laughs> She's on a train. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that said, let's uh, 
Let's get to our interview with uh, the homie Kevin Paredes. Um, oh my God! It's we, three thirty a.m. We are in Germany. We went to uh, uh, Union Berlin. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Wolfsburg did not get a victory. But no, uh, but he got minutes, and that's all that Kevin, matters. Uh, Kevin was uh, kind enough uh, to uh, to share some time and, and join us uh, for a quick conversation. Right in the in the media zone with all the like cameras and all these people and stuff like that you know those cool like back walls where they're like they're like it feels like a little room with all like the little ads behind you we were in one of those we were in those yeah that's kind of dope <laughs> yeah and you got to uh, keep in mind especially in in europe um w- you know when when a team loses obviously relegation is always in the cards the a lot of these players don't want to be chatting with anybody especially not comedians especially not comedians. I, I bet you were the first two comedians to ever be in the media zone the mig zone of Union Berlin and and Dortmund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I uh, please if you know two comedians, even one comedian that has been yeah. in that room to do anything that was not completely serious. Let us know because I I think there might be a Guinness World Record that we can start claim. I think oh, you know, <laughs> biggest pant legs or something. <laughs> okay, put us right next to that. <laughs> biggest, biggest pant leg. That's an important one that everybody's concerned. Who's gonna take you know, the Who's gonna take the record this year? <laughs> it's, it is crucial. My mom is always asking me about it. <laughs> She's like. But hijo, are you really? When are you going to compete for the largest pant leg? Oh I'm a disappointment, mom. I haven't. I'm so stupid. <laughs> okay, we will uh, we'll wrap here and then we'll end the show with uh, with Kevin's interview. What does that even look like? <laughs> I don't. And it's just one pant leg, not both. Not both. <laughs> anyway. The regular ones. The other one's regular. <laughs> then, Obviously. <laughs> Here is uh, our conversation uh, with Kevin Kevin Paredes of Wolfsburg. Oh my god! Peace, everybody. <laughs> we are with Kevin. Ricardo Dominicana. Paredes. Dude, it's an honor to. Look, this is the first time we meet, yeah, and it's yeah, in Germany yeah. of all places. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. But you know, let's let's get the serious stuff out of the way. Obviously, okay. it was, right. uh, is there a place to get mango around here? <laughs> <laughs> man, I haven't seen the spot yet. Okay, so. okay. It's obviously a, a, a tough loss. Uh, but just, can you talk a little bit about you getting in the game and just trying to you know get yourself into the game as much as possible? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the season. Uh, you know, with this coach, I've been, I've been making you know bigger steps and um, feeling more comfortable. The coach is giving me more trust to get in the game, and you know, a show today. Even when we're down, you know, he has the trust to put me into the game. And, you know, small building blocks, but I'm happy to you know get into the game yet. Yeah, looking out, obviously from the switch, we talked to you when you were playing for MLS. We said big things are coming, and here you are. Right. What is it that you're trying to prove out on the pitch? What position are you hoping to get in? Yeah, right now I'm not 100% sure. I'm just trying to get in that pitch and just do my best to help the team in any sort of way I can. Um, just using my creativity, my willing to, to be hungry in the field and just pr- provide anything for the team at the moment. And just the that first impression when you got to, to Germany over MLS, what what's you know, a lot of times players are like, Yeah, the you know, the pace of the game or whatever, but then sometimes it's just like, yo, living in a whole new place might be the yeah. must be the most difficult part. Yeah. Um nineteen I just First time living by myself, you know, I don't have my mom or my pops or anything like that. So doing everything by myself, you know, being more responsible is definitely a tougher part. 
Has no. Germany influenced you? Have you switched up the aux, the, the playlist? Are you listening to some of this, you know, YouTube highlight music I'll be hearing in the background? A lot of fist pumping going on out here. No, 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 never. You know, I stay true to myself and where I'm from. So. All right. Okay. Uh, so. okay. Little Bad Bunny. <laughs> Alpha, you already know all that. Yeah. <laughs> I was at his concert. He did a good job. And uh, all right. Now, obviously, look, it's always when we spoke the last time, I was like, it's it's inspiring to see another Dominican-American succeeding. Mm. We're both in Germany just chilling. Right. But the the um, your family back home. What is that feeling like now? They're getting to see you play out here in Germany. You know, my ever since I touched the ball, I just want to make my parents proud, my family proud. So, you know, them seeing me out here is just you know a blessing for me and them. So I'm doing whatever possible to make them happy. Yeah. Okay. The uncle's trying to get you to bedazzle your boots. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I know how these Dominican dudes be, bro. They like it flashy. <laughs> have, have any of your teammates ever even met any of the Dominicans or been to DR? How, how much do they know about DR? Not much, to be honest. I, I know uh, the, all they know is Punta Cana. Go for there for a weekend. Okay, and, okay, and, all right, okay. fair, yeah. fair. Well, you stuff. know what? You're the you're the only one here with a good curveball, so <laughs> don't know about that. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. Yeah, great to uh, finally meet you in person, bro. Finally meet, man. Uh, best of luck the rest of the season, brother. Okay. Yeah, all right, cheers, dude. All right.